no further information. Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate you liking, subscribing, sharing this with a buddy. This will be our uh, first interview with a storyteller that isn't me. I know you couldn't wait. You're going to hear from one of my best friends, former co-worker, former trainee, and just an all-around great guy. He's going to be Officer Bob from Texas, School Resource Officer. I'm Officer Bob. I'm a police officer and I'm an SRO in Texas. So, uh, of course, the first thing that comes to mind is Uncle Tom, you know, why, why you choose this? for your profession, you, you could have did a million other things. Um, like anything else, man, you're just getting down to it. You you figure it out, you work through it. Does that come from mostly other, other African-Americans? Of course. Did you ever feel that way when you were a kid? I mean, you, you're not that old, so you saw black cops. No, like, <laughs> I, I never felt that. I, I always had this affinity for police officers. Uh, I'll never forget, you know, I'm cutting the yard uh, at my mom's house. I'm maybe 13, and I, I watched two police officers pull up and literally run out and tackle a guy. Um, my mom is, of course, looking like, you know, what the heck are they doing? And I'm looking like, get him, get him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it turns out he has, at the time, had crack on him and, and – you how'd know. you how'd you find that out? Uh, they 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 came and told us because <laughs> yeah, obviously like they're tackling this guy in our front yard, right? This and is so, the nineties, right? Presumably, uh, th- yeah. right. right? This uh, late nineties, early two thousands. Okay. okay, and and you know, guy comes up. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, this is what happened, and he showed us, and like in his hand, he held it out wow. to us. <laughs> wow, and that made me even more like, yeah. Get him out of here. Do you feel like Do you feel like cops today would ever do anything like that? So you know, we're, we tackle the guy in front of an African American family's home. It has their their optics. Do we turn around and we say to them, "This is why we're doing this, ma'am"? Um, uh, if you're generalizing, I'd say no. I mean, isn't it more beneficial to the community for us to bridge the gap that way to say, "Ma'am, this is why this is happening." It depends. Um, sometimes you stir the hornet's nest even more than uh, you intend to. So you go up, well, this is why we're doing Ain't y'all got nothing better to do? So getting back to your perceptions as a kid versus now, let me ask this. Generally, the accusations of Uncle Tom coming from men versus women, younger versus older. Uh, they definitely come more from men and I'd say older. So that's that's interesting to me because like your mom probably viewed police officers in a positive light. She's proud that her son's a cop. 
but now you have an older generation has the perception of law enforcement changed have cops been more racist is the 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 accusations are certainly well 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 deserved i mean it's a mix what do you think so it's interesting uh i wouldn't say my mom was uh fond fond of law (laughs) enforcement um and not that my mom has ever been in any trouble, but there was always that uh, typical of every day, they go to police, you know, sit down, y'all put your seatbelt on, that, that kind of thing. So it's not like she was, uh, she didn't hate cops. But when I told her what I wanted to do, there was definitely a, oh, uh, okay. Like, she was supportive. Uh, and, uh, of course, as time went on, she warmed up to it even more. Describe for me that her initial hesitation. I mean, I know she's not here, but it's describe for me what that, oh, uh, <laughs> what is that? So uh, I'll, I'll give you the exact situation. So <laughs> she, she and I are driving. Uh, I know your mom, by the way. Uh, right, of right. course. <laughs> Who's so. the most beautiful, strongest. Uh, she's, she's so much like you and you like she. <laughs> uh, everything I know, everything I am is because of her, uh, you know, it, so we're driving, uh, and Dallas at the time is going through a heavy, heavy recruiting cycle. So they have a ten thousand dollars. There you go. They have this huge billboard up and ten thousand dollars sign on bonus. And I had already been leaning towards it uh, at the time. I was working as a MT for a private medical, uh, private ambulance company. Don't you think that's a little ironic? <laughs> So, um, you know, I was already looking at switching because, uh, and I'm going off on a tangent, you can bring me back in. Uh, At the time, I'm working for this private ambulance company, and we have what we call Black Patch Medics. They're uh, tactical medics, so they are police and medics. And, man, you know, just they were just the coolest guys. They walk in. When I grow up, I want to. Exactly. They got the Black Patch, and they come in, hey, what's up? You know, <laughs> and so I had already been looking at it, and uh, you know, we passed this billboard, and I go, I think I'm gonna do that. Like, I want to apply, and she just kind of looks over. I'm driving, and she looks over at me like, huh? And we had this long. I don't even remember where we were going, but we had this long conversation, and and, and it wasn't um, why you want to do that because uh, Uncle Tom or. It was more, man, like, I don't, that's not safe. The same reaction, by the way, she had when I told her I wanted to go to the military. <laughs> because uh, my mom always told me in high school, you got three choices. Uh, you can go to school, you can go serve Uncle Sam, or you can go get you a job. But when it came time and I came home with this paperwork <laughs> for the military, she was like, oh, no. And this is no, but but. You said, you know, like, yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> but this is also in the context of 2003, right. uh, the war in Iraq. Right. And she was like, she was not having it. Of course. So when you're accused, when that accusation is levied against you, that's work. You brush it off. You do your job. Right. Tell me about your personal life. You're a black cop in Dallas, in in the South. So um, I have had some unfortunate run-ins. Uh, I, I won't go into too much detail just because of, uh, I don't want to start getting all pissed off. But <laughs> start fighting. Yeah, but Everybody loses friends when they get on the job. Yeah. Everybody loses friends. I, I've, I've, I've 
So I, I've run into that side of it, of the by the nature of the job, just the nature of the job. There's certain people you just got to cut off. You right. can't. I can't hang around you. The you can't be there on the weekends. You can't be there for the birthdays. If, you can't be there for the party. If you're gonna be um, weed smoking while I'm in the car, I'm like no, nah, nah, bro. Not that that was something I was doing on a regular. <laughs> but no, I, I get, I'm, I get it. You know, but even you, more you, so now. You, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. It's, okay, so that's ju- just the job. So, I mean, you come back now. You're serving your community where you, you know, more or less grew up. And is there any pressure to be the role model? I mean, look, that's a black police officer. I could grow up to be that someday. I mean, it, it seems to me anyway. I mean, I have kids. But it seems to me that, like, no one, kids aren't striving to be cops anymore. Oh, no. Uh not, and, and you work with kids, so, uh, I so do. You, you can speak to this. Um, so there's no there's no pressure to be a role model, but especially not from a police officer stand, standpoint, um, because um, I'm more concerned about being a role model as a black male. Just that's interesting. Every, everything else will come right. Uh, well, I, I think as Roosevelt said, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. It's one of those kind of things. Like, wh- why strive to be a positive police officer before you strive to be a positive person? Once they see that and they go, oh, yeah, and he's a cop. They just know you as a great person. Your profession is, is kind of second. And so I find that... There are people who make being a cop too much of their identity. <laughs> and we, we've also um, sort of some context. You and I know each other. Right. And we're good, good best friends. Yes. So, but removing myself from that circle, you don't, do you make being a cop your identity? Oh, I did it initially. You were the buff. I was the, the you had the, I was the tactical pants <laughs> off duty, uh, Get my, got my EDC, you know, my flashlight and my, my oh gun. And <laughs> I would have I hated you. I would have fucking hated you. <laughs> so it, um, I think that comes with any uh, new, uh, that the shiny has to wear off is, is what I say. Sometimes it doesn't wear off. So Some, some folks. With, with, with those guys and girls that it doesn't wear off on, it's because... And I don't think this is just law enforcement. I think this is humanity. They don't have anything else going on. Absolutely. They don't have uh, that. Let me rephrase. That time and energy that I put into um, being a cop 24-7 and never turning it off, uh, that, that, that time and energy goes back to my kid now, my wife. Uh, Other uh, endeavors. My, my hobbies. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Fly fishing. <laughs> Of course. Out there on the boat. Hey. With your waiters. I don't know shit about fly fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm cursing. Can we curse? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tell me, do you remember your first arrest? Your first collar? Uh, I do, actually. Um, uh, unre- was it unremarkable like mine? No, it was <laughs> <laughs> so um, working in a very, very rural uh, 
Yeah, because this because this is what this this isn't your first apartment. No, 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 no. Right. no. Yeah, you were in a rural area, so, mad rural. Yeah, fit right in, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, boy. This this this, <laughs> this department was uh, one of a kind. Yeah. Uh, but the scary thing is in, te- in Texas. In Texas, yeah. uh, but there the scary thing is that there are so many departments out here like this. I went through uh, FTO or field training for maybe three or four weeks, and one day the key, the chief threw me some keys and said, "Don't kill nobody, Ricky." This is out of the academy. Yeah, yeah, straight out of the academy. Threw me the keys and said, "Don't kill nobody, Ricky." And and that patrol was my, unit. Gun, oh, patrol unit, gun, uniform, shield, shotgun, yeah, uh, f- the full kitten caboodle. And people think Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, Austin. No, this is the majority of Texas. The, the majority of Texas. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to get too political, but if you look at the political maps, um, how uh, Republicans, uh, the Republican Party, tends to win their elections, it's in the rural areas of of, of Texas. Uh, sh- are you? Are we talking about sheriffs, or yeah. or general? Or? General, just sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Everybody and, knows Texas is conservative. Yeah. yeah. So in the in the and then the concentrated areas, of course, the inner cities are tend to lean more democratic and right. more, more right. the blue, uh, if you will. Right. So back to your point, uh, the red areas is how I describe them. That's why I, I had to give some context before I said it's, it's red. Absolutely. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. So I, I go out, it's maybe midnight, uh, and I stop a car. Are uh, you uh, only one on duty? Uh, only one on duty. Right. Your backup is county DPS. My backup is uh, or a neighboring city, neighboring city right. which is about 15 minutes away, right. and the county uh, shares. And DPS? Uh, if, if they're in if the area. <laughs> if the other fucking two uh, don't show up, <laughs> the, the, yeah, this this county is huge. Right, right. Um, I got you. So I know where. It is. And there, I think there's two troopers right. for, for for this entire, entire county. county. <laughs> so for people who don't understand, in Texas, the DPS typically runs the highways, and in more rural areas where there's not as much law enforcement, they will take the crashes, the investigations. They may even go to jobs. Oh, uh, they, they, they are more than willing to help. Right. They just have to be in the area. There's when, only so much they can do. When you work for, you, you worked in a county that was, let's just say, the top three most populous counties in Texas. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So when you're in a populous county like that, the uh, you have local law enforcement, then you have the county who takes over the incorp- unincorporated calls exactly. or the jobs. DPS has a far less role in the more populous counties. Right. Okay. So late night car stop. Um, speeding. Uh, Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, get up there. I'm, it's a, a young female, white female. Uh, very slender, you know, just kind of normal looking chick. Uh, oh, no, I'm just going to go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I get, buddy. I get her ID. I go back. I run her name via dispatch uh, radio. Uh, quick and quickly. Body cameras? Oh no! This is long before right. body cameras. In car camera, at uh, least in car camera, videotape, but no, but no uh, audio. Uh, yes, audio. Mic pack. Mic pack <laughs> with the huge microphone, <laughs> looking like the microphone we're holding right now. I'm holding right exactly. Now. Like, like, okay, man. What I need you to do is go ahead and step out for a second. And and um, the way you record this thing, it's literally a uh, oh, 
a video cassette yes, yeah. recorder in the back in the trunk that you would overwrite. Uh, yes, right. And yeah, yeah. after so many times of overwriting these tapes, they look all wonky. <laughs> listen, you know, listen. you're trying to testify in court. And you're like, if you can see here, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> listeners are like, how old is motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> so he's not that old. He's not that old, guys. <laughs> it's just the tech hasn't caught up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I go back. I run her name right, and then I'm sitting there just. Honestly, it's kind of scary. I'm sitting there really not paying attention, and then I hear, boop. I, I won't say my number at the time, but. Right. And so, is your radio secure? I'm like. The fuck does that what mean? What does that mean? <laughs> it's, in my, it's on my dial. <laughs> uh, for those listening that don't know, when, the, when you hear that tone, uh, that's an indicator of of. Uh, we'll just say, hey, we're about to tell you something really bad. You need to pay attention. And, and they ask, is your radio secure? Meaning, can the person that we're about to tell you about hear what we're, what we're about to tell or, you? Or, I mean, or anyone else. Or, stay, or, or, or is, anyone is, else. is anyone standing around you right, to hear? That you don't want to hear To this. eavesdrop on yeah. this conversation. And if, 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 you, if you were, you'd say negative standby. Negative standby. Stand okay, go ahead. So uh, she asked again. Because you were still trying to figure out what the fuck she was talking and about. And so is your radio secure? Um, me being the genius that I am, I said stand by. <laughs> because I, I don't want to say yes. So you like, can, I, don't, I don't know what that means. So you can call somebody so to figure I, out. No, 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 no. I call, I call her. <laughs> because the dispatcher on duty at the time was um, married to my sergeant that worked right. for our department. Right. So I call her like, hey. Uh, she's like, God dang it. <laughs> Fuck, we give you a radio for a month. <laughs> She's like, no, but she was super nice. Right, right, she was right, like, right. she she knows, she knew what was up. Sure, she good. knew the situation. And and just so everyone and all cops listening know, good dispatchers, man. Fuck, yes. they, fuck. They Majority can make are you bad. Break you. I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm not on the job anymore. I yeah. can talk shit. <laughs> Most dispatchers are bad. Most cops are bad. But good dispatcher, <laughs> hang on to that motherfucker. Yeah, buddy. All right. So she she was a gym man. She was a, a sweetheart. Uh, she goes, okay, hold on. Um, so are you, is she where you can, where she can hear what I'm about to tell you? No, 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 no. She <laughs> said, okay, this is what's going to happen. And I need to get you back on the radio. I don't want to say this stuff over the phone because right, I need right, right. this stuff recorded. Right. Okay. All, di- all radio transmissions are recorded. Right. So I hang up with her and she's like, well, let's do this again. And so is your radio secure? I'm like, yes. 10, four, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes. Uh, that subject and reads off the name, date of birth, and she's going to be TCIC out of blah, blah, blah. Statewide warrant. Right. So I go, 10-4. Uh, so is that a felony? <laughs> you did not ask that over the radio? She goes, Yeah, you funny. <laughs> so that's going to be TCIC yeah. out of blah, blah, blah now, county. Now in your defense... Class A's and B's. And B's do do get get T I C. But yep. but, but we gonna go with <laughs> it, 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 the story it, makes it, uh, it, it's a better story if you're the dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was, so we don't have no. to embellish too much. Uh, so phone rings. She goes, "Hey, dude, she's got a felony warrant out of blah 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 for I think it was uh, possession." Sure. Okay. So she goes, "I'm sending you a unit." I didn't ask, right? She goes, I'm going to tell you over the radio, I'm sending you a unit, and he's going to respond. So we hang up. She goes, S.O., blah, blah, blah. 
uh, I need you to be en route to blah, blah, blah. And he's, I'm headed that way, you know. <laughs> he was asleep. <laughs> and, then, yeah. uh, and this particular uh, guy, he was a sergeant with the SO. And uh, great guy. Like, I, sure. I still talk to him to this day. Old hat. Uh, old guy. Uh, he is retired now. Uh, he retired as a K-9 officer. Uh, he, he, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. He shows up. And, I'm, you know, keep in mind, we're on this traffic stop. We're, we're going on 15, <laughs> you know, maybe 20 minutes at this point. So now the violator is, is, is starting to. Yeah. She's she's doing the thing where she's looking around. She's turning back. And she's going, hey. She steps out of the car. She's stretching. <laughs> you know, she's, she's warming up her calf muscles. So um, he shows up. I get out and I'm like, "Hey, man, uh, glad to glad to see you." You're so green, you're purple. He goes, "All right, man, right. what are you what are you doing?" All right. I'm gonna arrest her. He's like, "Okay." Why did you sound like that? <laughs> well, I, was, I was probably I was probably peeing, peeing a little bit too. I'm like, "This wasn't that long ago." Why did you sound like you were 14? So, so uh. Man, I might as well have been. No, I uh, get it. No shit. I mean, I, I was, man. I mean, let's 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 pause here for a second. You graduated the academy four weeks prior to the stop. Yes, yes. And you were given keys to a <laughs> marked patrol unit. Yes. You got a Crown Vic? Uh, no, I had a, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was a Crown Vic. Right. And, uh, yep. And a gun and a shield, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I mean, full police markings. I mean, it's scary when you think about it. It's scary. Four weeks ago, yeah. you were sitting in a classroom. I was sitting in a classroom. Um, learning about CCP. Trying to uh, pass the test Pre- so that I the, can. The statewide test. Yes. Yeah. yes. Learn fitness and nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now you're about to put handcuffs and on And now I'm about human. to take somebody's freedom away. Deservedly or not, I'm about to take somebody's freedom. You just What you just said right now, I'm pointing at, I'm pointing at him. What you just said right now <clears throat> is something that a lot of people don't wrap their heads around which is yes they i have probable cause yes this is the correct action you're still depriving someone of their most basic let's just call it god-given right to be free the thing that our country was built on right literally freedom from tyranny from tyranny and oppression and oppression (laughs) so i'm about to take that away from somebody so this 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 sergeant uh he, he's a canine which, officer. And I'm time. sorry, just to add on, <laughs> which if you had tried to do five weeks prior, you would have gone to prison <laughs> for unlawful restraint or kidnapping. Wrap your mind around that, okay? I, just, I, I don't think people... One one day, just, you're just ordinary guy. Next day, you can shoot, you can break into, you can take someone's freedom, and nobody bats an eye. As long as it does. If, if it's, it's justified, it's, yeah. Yeah, legally done. You can literally kick somebody's door in. What, yeah. what other profession can you do that? Well, maybe not you. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, we're, we're not going to get into our stories. <laughs> we may. Uh, we may. Right. So he, he, he's like, okay, what are you doing? I'm arrest her. Okay. He, he goes, give me her ID. I'll start your paperwork. And I go, huh? And I'm turning. I'm looking. And I was so, I was, I'm sweating bullets. I was so flustered. And he goes, okay, it's right here. And it was, like, attached to, like, I had a knife in my back pocket, and it somehow had been clipped onto my back pocket right. knife. Right. It, it, not that that matters. I'm just trying to give you a picture of how inept 
Everything, I was at and, the moment. And, and now everything's going wrong now. Everything. No. So he goes, come here. So he reaches down and flips my mic off. And he goes, get your shit together. And he looks at me square in the face. I'll never forget this. And I almost said his name. I won't do that. <laughs> He's not a small guy. He's looking... I'm six. You're, you're not. A I'm small six guy. two. Yeah. He's looking down at me. And he goes, "Get your shit together. I'm going up here with you, but get your shit together." You needed that. I took a deep breath. He goes, "Are you ready now?" In other words, he's going, "Hey, pussy, like, what are you doing? Are you are you going to do this? Or are you going to cut this lady loose? Like, what? Piss, cut? piss or get off the. Pole. Yeah, exactly. So we go up there. And, you know, I do the, can you step out? And she's going, well, why? What for? Ma'am, can you step out of the vehicle? I'm asking you to step out. Well, I didn't do anything wrong, ma'am. I'm a- <laughs> From over on the other side, he's like, hey, get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> she opens the door. like I'm like, well, why is it different when he says it? <laughs> So it's a, uh, it's a it's a it's a charisma. It's a presence. Absolutely, it's, it's in our command presence. Uh, it's real. It it, it's real. a real thing. Un, and, uh, unlearnable. Uh, no, 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 no. It, it's you either have it or you don't. It's not math. No, you know, I can't. So she gets out. Ma'am, you be, you you're being placed under arrest. You have a warrant. Uh, out of blah blah blah. And and literally. What I just did yeah. is what I did. It, I just yeah. stood there. There's <laughs> this awkward silence. There are no, I haven't taken out handcuffs. You're literally just standing. There. I'm just standing there looking at her. And she goes, nope. And she literally turns to pull oh, the door handle. I instinctively grab her wrist. Good. Now, remember, I told you I'm 6'2". This this lady is maybe well, she's, she's on meth. So uh, yeah, she is. <laughs> she's maybe. I did the TCIC math. <laughs> yeah, she's maybe five three, five four. We go to fighting, and we're on the side of a very, very. Uh, I won't say busy because it's not, but it, it's a highway. Well traversed. Yes, yeah. I know the highway. <laughs> we end up rolling into the highway, and. All I feel is her punching me. And I'm going, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. And pum, pum, but, you know, she's wearing me out, boy. And so <laughs> finally. See, what are, these at, face, are these face hits, body Face hits, hits body. Uh, she's every, kicking. She's, yeah, she's, she did doing every, the, she's doing the meth thing. She did everything yeah, but bite me. Right, yeah. So finally. She I, looks like that tornado when the cartoon <laughs> characters get into a fight. The, <laughs> you know, just arms sticking out. And, you know. and it, after what it seemed like, you know, an hour, the, this sergeant comes over and, like, grabs her by the back of the hair. Like, literally. He's good, like, good. come here. And, like, drags her off of me. And I'm like, <laughs> get, yeah, get her. Get, get, <laughs> get her. Get her. <laughs> That's right. And, like, he, he, he like. Um, shaft threw his cuffs in the air and they magically landed on her wrist. <laughs> and he's like, he throws in the back of my car. He comes over there. For some reason, I'm I'm st- I'm off the ground, but I'm still standing in the in middle the of the highway. highway. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, get out of the highway." And I, oh, oh okay, yeah. 
That was my first arrest. Took her to jail. <laughs> I caught, didn't even caught, place the cuffs on caught. my first arrest. <laughs> That's so great. That's so. But everybody has a story like yeah, that. Yeah, everybody does. Some people, some people have stories like that well into their careers. Sadly, yes. So, <clears throat> if you had to assign it a number, how, how many how many more arrests where you start to go? Okay, all right. I I kind of know what I'm doing. This seems familiar to me. I know the language. I know the lingo. Ma'am, step out of the car or I'm going to remove you from, you know. Where do you start learning? Personally, I would say it took me maybe 20. I was going to say 20. 20 that, I, would say, I, I would agree with that. Number. 20, you know, maybe 25 before you start. Um, I, I hate to talk about taking one's say taking away someone's freedom and but in this way but you start getting into your groove uh so to speak for lack of a better term right uh you you kind of figure things out and like you said you know the language you know what to say how to say it not you're being placed under arrest you're under arrest there's a difference uh it makes a difference absolutely <laughs> um so you, you you get into this uh rhythm of things and, and you, you just start, for lack of a better word, again, getting better. You had something like that in field training or you had moments like that in field training yeah. and and you're up in your you're at up in your head guy right oh i'm an overthinker naturally so if you tell me hey man the sky is is uh, is real blue today i'm like well, why is he saying it? why is he telling me that <laughs> you right. know right. I, a normal person goes oh well yeah that's we me. needed this that's, good that's, weather that, yeah that's <laughs> me that's me like uh, okay that's fine yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, okay I, I don't give a shit yeah, and, I don't and i'm the well, why do you say that well, what compared to what? You know. <laughs> well, you're in touch with your emotions. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting better. Having a family helped. Yeah. Um, that's important for law enforcement, right? Because then we don't treat the public like they're the enemy. It's not us versus them. Hey, it's not. cops listening. It's not us versus them. The citizenry needs its police, and the police needs its citizens. Um, I had a, I had a situation happen. Uh, I won't say exactly what happened because I don't want to stir a a frenzy. Sure. But I would not have caught this person had a student not come up to me and said, Officer, I got something to tell you. And I said, okay, come on, sweetheart, let's talk. And she told me something really, really uh, important. And had it not been for her, how how would I have known that? And I would came, not have. And so, which is what we're talking about. Why did she come to you? Oh, but I, I think several reasons, and not not blowing or toot my own horn, but one, again, I take the time to build relationships. These kids, a principal, my current principals, uh, said something to me very important one time because a, a kid came in with the attitude cursing. And I'm like, it's too early for that. 
You just got in. You just walked in. Why do you have this attitude? Bro, shut up. Stop all that cursing. Go to class. And she didn't pull me to the side. She didn't correct me. She just said, not everybody comes from a happy home. And it's like that clicked. And I said, huh. Because I grew up in the Huxtables, right? Everybody loved everybody. Right, right. And you had a fairly decent childhood. Yeah. It was, okay, have a great day at school. Right. You know. Right. And hey, call me if you need something. You know, my my mom was at every parent conference, you know. Right. And she said, not everybody comes from a happy home. And she just turned around and, and like, mic drop, you know, kind of. <laughs> and I was like, ah. Oh. And that also changed the way I deal with people. Kids come in with bad attitudes. Hey, come here, man. What's up? Man, these motherfuckers, blah, blah, blah. And I don't, I don't say anything about the cursing. I don't try to correct them. Right. Okay. Are you having a bad morning? Yeah, man, my mama, blah, 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 my brothers, yada, yada. There's so much okay. stuff. So much right. stuff going on. What What can I do for you? What? You know, that catches them off guard. There are some kids, they don't hear that. They don't ever hear that. What can I do to help you? Or, how about this? You want a soda? Huh? You want a soda? I'm finna go to my office and get a soda. I'm thirsty. How many cigarettes did we offer to APs? Yeah. Yeah. It it makes a difference, especially when you keep in mind, you can treat this kid like shit. You can yell at him. Guess who you have to see tomorrow morning? <laughs> How about in four years? Oh, uh-huh. Guess whose parents you have to deal with? Guess who, when you need something or you need to know something, guess who you're going to be going to? Because this kid runs in those same circles as, hey, do you know so-and-so? What's up with him? Now these kids will come to me and say, oh, yeah, I know, bro. He cool. Or, no, nah, man, I, I, yeah, I watch him, man, because he be doing X, Y, Z, you know. And, you know. You've built up a network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's trust. That's being in touch. <clears throat> School environment's different. Very. Yeah. so much for listening subscribing and sharing if you enjoyed this tell a friend our next episode will be released next week www.nfipodcast.com youtube at nfi podcast email podcast at nfipodcast.com stay safe out there and remember do your job